poor. <laughs> so he looked at me like, yeah, nah. this should take care of it. <laughs> uh, Stood back like he did Maybe. work. Yeah. If I ball this up. <laughs> uh, man. Oh, man. How's your weekend? How's your week? Man. Yo. The That's week it. was cool. Yo. <laughs> Yo. Yo. Yeah, my weekend to the weekend was cool. Cool. Then Friday was all fucked up. I found myself at uh at this open mic that uh <laughs> I wasn't sure. <sighs> like I could think about eight other ways to spend five dollars. Like, nah. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> nah, I'm just playing. Five dollars was was actually a, a reasonable price. It was a very them. reasonable price for, for the, the quality of talent that was there. It was really talented people, and then C Major got on stage. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> brought the talent level down. <laughs> brought it on down. You know, I had to humble them. I was I was really concerned about your lungs, man. About that man. third that third song. Don't like, right. don't worry about that. That You're, that happens every time. I'm I, I'm gonna tell you I didn't expect much from your lungs. <laughs> um, I was concerned when you said that your thighs were hot and only your thighs <laughs> because you had on, you had on a bubble vest, so I could see other parts of your body being right. warm. Yeah, no, nah, it, it was only hitting one only spot. Only your thighs. Yep. Okay. I think if I did a lot of bending. Mm. You did squatting. <laughs> So you did a lot of swerving yeah, at the you hips was real too. swervy. <laughs> like, I mean, what's going on? That, that's just that's me. That's C major. Oh, but okay. the, but you but do you understand now why I said he doesn't want to win? Because <laughs> he would have to do a performance like he that would have on to a perform basis. like that for like yeah. an hour. And yeah. I don't think he's. Hey. I don't think you're up to that. No. No. <laughs> but no. I mean, you can get you can get yourself right. You can build yourself up yeah. to being able to do Hold that. Oh, asking I'm sorry. Him to do more. I said his build. face. Yeah. As soon build. as I said build, yeah. whole face was like, nah. Oh, here wild and I'm sorry. But then you, I mean, like, then you you perform a song that's not available, right, for people to go. Y'all gonna fuck with it, but y'all can't find it. It's perfect. <laughs> you gotta perfect. keep rewinding this live video. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I love it though. I enjoy myself, C Major. You have grown quite a bit since the last time I seen you perform live. Man, you did a great job. In I even tried years. to heckle you, and you was like, "Yeah." Right. <laughs> was it um? Was it mostly uh, musical performances there? Uh, yeah. For, for yeah. the time that I was there, yeah. yeah. There was a harpist that got her man. She got oh, busy, yeah. man. Mm. She was a beast. And she was ready, too. She had, like, she had CDs for sale, business had her business cards. cards and so, basically, all the shit that C Major didn't have. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Oh, C Major had his phone. Yeah. <laughs> Just chant out my And a hard-to-spell <laughs> IG account. <laughs> Wait, what's the harp? Is that the... That's the, that's the upright, that's the upright string thing that you play like it's this. It's curved at the top. Mm. Hmm. You see it in uh, a lot of biblical references. Your hand motion, <laughs> and for I, I, you to be saying the upright curved, thing that's yeah. curved at the top. Oh, I mean, hey, there we go. <laughs> or you could Google a, a harp. <laughs> you could. You know. You're right, Miss Janelle. <laughs> I'm just saying. Sit there and judge my description. <laughs> you did, but you did kind of say that she got her man. It was a poppy kind of funky yeah. song yeah, she was yeah, doing. Yeah. Then there was a couple of other MCs there that mm-hmm. did their thing. Um, there was a shirt that stole the show. It didn't quite <laughs> meet the le- meet the top of the slacks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that shirt was phenomenal. That shirt was out of control. Was it a woman or a man? That shirt was phenomenal. 
Um, it was a stained shirt yes. that mm. performed mm-hmm. all by itself. All by itself. I don't even know what was around it. And it, <laughs> it was just a, a, a hovering just shirt. focused at the shirt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because the thing was, stain. I'll go so far as to say it was female because... <laughs> You're willing to jump out there? I'm gonna I'm gonna jump out there. I'm no, I'm gonna say that it was a breast bearing individual the, there you go. that mm. had the shirt on. Because on one side you get the, the tat that's on the breast and then on the other side this beautiful well crafted stain. Mm. So I see mm. where you're going. You know this. what I mean? Mm. So mm. that together was and then you you look down because you're like the shirt the stain is doing a lot and so you look further with the shirt just to realize it's not quite enough shirt mm-hmm. when you get to the bottom. Mm. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> but it had a good performance. God, that, yeah. Are you are your joints good? Because that was a reach. I'm just saying. <laughs> you couldn't support the shirt. <laughs> I was I supported the music. Okay. So I wasn't I saw the shirt. I ain't okay. gonna fl- I ain't gonna flex. I saw the shirt. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say it look like you ain't see the shirt. <laughs> I saw the stain. The shirt was there. The stain was the perfect hype man. Mm. Mm. But Shorty was spitting some some dope shit. Okay. Also she was a rapper. Yeah. The shirt was. The shirt <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we're losing we're losing mm. what's going on. We're losing the point here. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the shirt was dope. I was thinking about handing out reels and fields cards at the next open mic. Mm, you yeah. was thinking about it? I might have to skip these. <laughs> those what two that? Hours. They come back to this show, we go <laughs> roasting the shirt. That's We're talking about the shirt. We're talking mm. about the shirt. That's it. <laughs> and it's performance. <laughs> like... I think you, you're going to be that, handing the card to people. Right. We're, We're talking about the shirt. The I'm shirt. saying if I just so happen to hand it to the to the owner of the shirt. What does that do? I mean, or the the person of the shirt. I feel uh, like the uh, shirt like... owns the person. <laughs> 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 The way we're talking about it. Yeah. Yeah. Thank the you, shirt, The shirt ran it. CO okay. right. gets okay. what we're saying. Right, nah, you know. yeah. The shirt don't have thumbs. They can't. It needed somebody text. to function for it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. I got these bars, B. <laughs> Can you just be the conduit <laughs> that puts my, my talent forth? But the space was nice. Let's, let's yeah. The mm-hmm. space was nice. That was a nice venue. Uh, the host was high. Man, mm. shout out to Justice, man. <laughs> He's the genius kid. The genius child. And he was the high. Genius child. Thank mm-hmm. you. Like high, high, or just high? He was very he was high. No, he was smack. And very high. I feel like you kind of got to be that way to host an open mic because you don't know what's going to come on stage. Surprisingly, it wasn't. It was so. It was kind of abstract. It was an abstract event overall. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It felt like not. Like anything that I've been to in the DMV area previous, mm-hmm. you know, to that, it's like a lot of hood dudes show up. A lot, everybody who stopped rapping and felt like they could make a couple of rhymes show up to DC mm-hmm. open mics, and that you know that could be a little sketchy at times. This was a totally different vibe. It was a great mm-hmm. experience. It was very supportive. Everybody was there to appreciate other people's work. Mm-hmm. Um, 
the talent was there it was nice uh the venue was nice it was a nice vibe it was a really nice atmosphere it wasn't too big mm-hmm. it was yeah that and, was what yeah. i appreciated and the people who were there wanted to be there and that makes a difference yeah. And so supportive of it. The one thing that stands out is mm-hmm. the supportiveness of the artist. Yeah, Except C Major, who left early. <laughs> man, they know what it is. They know my commute, and they know I nine times out of ten got to work the next my day. My thing mm-hmm. is, I'm old, and you tell me it starts at eight. Hold on, no, I'm not talking I'm about old. you. <laughs> Every artist stayed, stayed there. <laughs> celebrated the other artists as they got up and showed support. See, Major cut the fuck out of I it. I feel like he would have. <laughs> I think he would have joined in though if he and the other artists got there on time. Yeah. That is true. See, yeah. we were we did beat the artists. We there. beat all the artists. <laughs> <there>. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was like. <laughs> This isn't gonna start at eight. No, what not time at all. Start? Nine thirty. Okay, that's not good for like amateur shit. Mm-mm. Yeah. Well, um, that's the that's that is good for amateur. Like in this area, mm-hmm. like if it's supposed to start at eight, if you go to like a DC open mic showcase, ten ten thirty. Damn. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll I'll leave this with you then, since you know how this works. Can you let your old head friends know? what time to actually show up i feel because you. we want to be on time mm-hmm. we want to grab seats the but thing. we also don't want to sit there for our quick question was everybody who performed named clarence no that just sounds like a, a clarence like punctuality <laughs> oh oh well with the timing the thing is, another thing i have noticed with shows period is that depending on how big the crowd has gotten will determine when usually the mc so will. they're waiting on the room to fill up mm-hmm. where they waiting uh, at damn. <laughs> where they looking with a telescope or something <laughs> right they waiting on the highway. I've been in I've been in part of showcases where they can like start off strong with 15 like yeah they're 25 and 25 minutes go by we got 15 i'm like nigga we we might as well get this 15 rocking nigga. we could take this shit outside mm-hmm. to draw more people but i don't think we sweden past this brother man mm-hmm. we pushing it and what are they using besides themselves to promote i think it's just not a, a collective effort when it comes to promoting okay how is do you get really on nice? the list the list to I mean like you was able to tell us that you were gonna be fifth on the jump. So who do you contact I have a to get re- on I have a relationship with um the uh, MC of that open mic. Okay, so well you if that MC uh I think I might I might go in for the next final Friday. Okay. Mm. I mean that, I mean don't come up every first Tuesday at the other spot right up the street. I don't know that spot. Mm. I mean I didn't know that I did that's my first time at that spot. Oh for real? Yeah. Oh, that's good to know. Now, do you have to be uh, do you have to be a musician to perform at open mic? No, nah. you could be a comedian, poet, poet, magician. Play magician. the spoons. It's a cat that come up there with his whole little audio setup, and he just does renditions of Kanye West. John, he's his name is Mr. West Street. Like he do like remakes of beats and stuff. Not really. I mean, he just got like some audio effects, like some reverb, echo on certain parts. He like he mixes his like transitions into other songs and stuff like that. Mm. And some and he does 
He does some little mashups, but for the most part, they're pre-made up. Is this the same cat that uh, you and Al King were talking about in the interview? Oh, that's right. You were high. Yeah. I believe <laughs> I heard. That. I believe I heard that before mm-hmm. in a previous episode. So yeah, so that's the spot where all of that goes. Down. Yeah. Well, next time you 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 putting it down, let me open for you. You know, like I if you're you. going fifth or sixth or whatever, mm-hmm. say I got somebody for your for your. I could do that. All right. That's yeah. real. That's shit. a little something down. But she that. has to be fourth if you're going fifth. Yeah. Yeah. I want to. I want to. Oh, I want to. I don't want to bring the crowd down after. <laughs> After they rock with you, I want them to, you know, party with me and then be like, oh, are we ready for C major? Yes. <laughs> Anybody. Yeah. Help me. Well, a couple of quick uh, housekeeping notes here. Uh-oh. Happy hour is this Friday. Yes, sir. Hey. March 2nd, Chabal and Laurel. Um, we will be there. Somebody will be there at 6. I'm not guaranteeing. I, I will be there. I six. will try my damnedest, but I am coming all the way from West Bubbafuck. So I, the same person you saw sitting alone at the last <laughs> happy hour will be sitting at this one. <laughs> and waiting. our executive producer will be there at six. Yes. I will be if you hear the train <laughs> horn. No, <laughs> that that's when you know I'm coming. You'll be barrel rolling off of the track. I'll jump off the track. <laughs> <laughs> we actually passed your ball on the way. <laughs> Aim. I come in smelling like soot. No. <laughs> <laughs> I took the short way off the train. <laughs> well, Indiana Jones music playing. <laughs> right. <laughs> I feel uh, like it's going to be a party, though. I'm ready to celebrate. Absolutely. One more housekeeping note. We have a website. Hey. Um, it is called reelsinfields.com, and that's R-E-A. L S N F E E L S dot com. Yep. I kind of feel like we need a germ world. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> You'll find <laughs> Reels and Fills <laughs> logo <laughs> tees for sale uh, on the website. Uh, oh. Right now. Hey, wait a minute. Oh, go, shit. Go there right now. Oh. Oh. Hey. There's a whole store there. My sound effects app. It ain't nothing. <laughs> 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 but you're going to tell them the dope shit about the. Uh, the, the t-shirts relationship to the happy hour what do you mean oh. the t-shirts relationship to oh the hold up they fuck that if they cop them at the happy hour they'll be what on sale go ahead <laughs> <laughs> my memory is so bad Ms. Janelle. Oh, okay please, well, please fill in you'll save money if you cop them from us at the happy hour at the happy hour yeah, nice. And switch to Geico. However, we do have listeners who live yeah. in other areas. You're not going to make it to the happy hour. And that's fine. Yeah. That's yeah. why we have online store. And for those of you who don't get paid this week, okay. that's hey, fine. They'll still be here. That's why we have an online store. And if you have they that won't special... Sell out. Hold on. Hey, I mean, hey. Wait, I mean, like... Don't talk that shit. I man. mean, we got a nice plug and everything. We're going right. to be able to supply them, but the way yeah. you said it was like, what? like they're not going to sell. They'll be here. Right. It's what I'm saying. Like, you don't have faith in us? Like, I got faith in us. First of all, these okay. are high-quality t-shirts. They're really nice. These ain't the janky t-shirts y'all saw us wearing yeah. last year. The ones that were see-through. <laughs> the, ones, the ones that burned our skin. <laughs> <laughs> The ones we can only wash one, one time. time. No, the one, you can the wash ones Hulk these. Hogan used to tear off. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's the that the t shirt like, made a tissue paper. That cotton felt lush. Like I actually hugged a couple of the tees. Oh, shit. 
Like it feels really nice. And the printing on it is way different than what we oh, had. Yeah, I mean, right. we stepped it up. We stepped it up for our fam. We couldn't. A couple of y'all saw our t-shirts and was like, we got to have one. And we were like, no, not no. this. Not this. <laughs> no. You don't want this. Not this. Not like this. We'll do it big. We'll, we'll let you know. And unfortunately, it took us a little longer than expected. I mean, we had to find good quality. We had to though. find good quality, right. and, and luckily we found it within the Facebook group. Found it in the family. Y'all. In the family, we had somebody who is a screen printer. Hey. We reached out to them, and I will find out the technical name of that store later, because I'm not prepared. Okay. Fuck. Well, Fuck. that's, that's, <sighs> hey, that's par for the course. But We're we a janky will plug operation. Him we will plug him. We will give him all the shout outs because he definitely helped us out. And we have a couple of ideas for uh, upcoming designs, which we need to tag another one of our listeners for. Mm-hmm. And we'll be in contact with, hopefully he'll be at the happy well, hour. Well, he'll Friday. be at the happy hour. He'll probably be at the restaurant all weekend since he saw that announcement that said March 3rd as well. So. Well, hey, hey, <laughs> hey, hey, I made the adjustment. <laughs> I corrected it. But mm-hmm. he'll be there every day just in case there's more happy hour. <laughs> I, you know what's crazy is I'll be there on the third too. But we don't want to get that confused. We don't want to get people confused. Come on Friday, 6 to 10, and bring, oh, the T-shirts are $20. Mm-hmm. And that's how you get a slight discount. You come in person and you purchase it from us. 20 flat dollars if you purchase it online. You do have to. You have to pay a little bit shipping. more for shipping and things of that nature. So <laughs> 20 flat dollars. 20 flat dollars. <laughs> Not wrinkled dollars. <laughs> right. <laughs> And we take, we take, uh, back out. What, what's going on over there, producer? Oh, no, I'm just, don't mind me. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you over there talking. I made a bad joke, and then, so I was like, I'm off mic enough to where we might can bypass it. No. And then you called it. I did. And then, mm-hmm. I wanted to know what you were talking about. Nope. Okay. I'm not going to well, repeat it. We have uh, some <laughs> social media feeds. We have a couple of episodes up on the website now. Uh, soon we'll add more we're, we're working on it but go up there check it out uh, we have a lot up there for you to check out we want you to also sign up for our newsletter yes. oh shit mm, damn oh what the f- yeah man newsletter. it's gonna get it's gonna get serious you're gonna Please. see blog posts you're gonna see shit. pictures you're gonna get newsletters like y'all have treated us like family and can i make an announcement absolutely oh. um i visited reels and feels at gmail.com and i did not see any correspondence telling us that we're playing ourselves oh, oh. i mean we still got time Hell oh but yeah. <laughs> yeah as of as of recording day we Shoot. haven't been told hey <laughs> what, what do you do? do hey shit now pimpin oh boy hey uh. Hmm. Well, yeah, man. Yeah, we ain't playing ourselves. Then we gonna keep moving forward. I mean, you know, absolutely. We do it for y'all. We do it because we love it. Cheers to us, y'all. Thanks for uh, giving us two years. Yeah, mm. man. Of your patronage, we appreciate it. See, major. I can't even give a woman that. So oh boy, I hey, appreciate hey. it. Why don't you uh, give us some tunes? Yeah, it's not issue time. <laughs> so. <laughs> So, the homie Cal Ribs dropped a, a dope cut called Marry My Main Junk. And my, my homie Sway was like, I, I heard that junk. I really, really fuck with it. But let me let me take your vocals and work something out with it. And so Sway came up with this remix for Cal Ribs, Marry My Main Junk. 
see rolled up by me. So that's pearls on her neckline, dress lines, hair orange, lighter up, Columbine. I guess I went to school high. Who am I, the fly guy with low eyes from Aloha, my Hawaiian mistress? And you still don't get it. I'm still painting pictures of these drugs and loves. Yeah, I'm addicted. But I use it as prescriptions. Can I fix it? Mary Jane got me caught up. I'm slipping. I'm tripping. Now, what were you without me? What were you before me? I was here before chick, before you, before E. Yeah, you right. But let me think. You got me locked. And it's no fucking key. Okay, man, I swear to God, if dudes talk to women like they talk to Bud, shit. It'd be so easy. It's a lot of love and intimacy with marijuana. Oh, okay, so, okay, I... I I thought it was Mary, like M A R R Y, my main joint. But they're saying he said Mary, as in yeah, Mary, marijuana. Yeah. Oh, okay, because I was about to say I thought that goes what I was saying. Like, who's gonna marry that side joint? Let's <laughs> 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 wait for that part. Well, welcome to this week's episode of Reels and Fills. I'm your host T Greasy with my co-host Chanel, our producer extraordinaire C Major, and that dude in the corner C O. I got it right this time. Yes. Mm. And I'm adjusting the mic stand. There it is. Coordination. Right. This week we had a lot going on in John News, so let's jump right into it. Mm. Remember that NSA shooting I brought up last <laughs> week that nobody was talking about? Mm. Well, a whole four days later, uh, the news <laughs> decided to report that it was two teens who were lost. Mm-hmm. The GPS rerouted them on the wrong exit or 32. Um, that still, to me, does not explain why they didn't stop at the barricade. No, mm. no. Uh, they are 17-year-olds. I would assume that they can read. Mm-hmm. This is one of the requirements for driving, correct? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That this is an employee-only entrance. Uh-huh. Uh, and they drove with enough, enough speed and velocity to get shot at. Yeah. Oh. Sure. So... I know when I make a wrong turn in mm-hmm. GPS, I can slow down. Or if I know I'm making an entry onto a military base and I'm seeing this, the signs, mm-hmm. then I might want to slow down and take it easy and say, what's up, officer? I am just made a wrong turn. I'm headed the other direction. I probably wouldn't get, because you don't have to really get all the way up the exit before you encounter somebody. No. So... There's a little space before you start getting shot at. Um, but yeah. They, they sped past that. And then they changed their mind. Like, they probably had a death wish. <laughs> <laughs> and then when death then started when, getting close. <laughs> I mean. Then when death let loose with the Glock. I just felt like, <laughs> I feel like in four days, the story should look a little cleaner. Right? You got time to church it up. You know what I mean? I'm thinking that too, but again... It's something else happened that day, so nobody's really a- asking a bunch of questions mm-hmm. about what happened mm-hmm. on at the NSA mm-hmm. campus. Speaking of that other incident, Parkland shooting, armed school resource officer never went into the school during the shooting. Nor uh, did three other police officers. Mm-hmm. Can y'all blame them? That, that, the thing that I was thinking about is if you're hearing 
automatic rifle fire and you realize what All kind you got of is a gun, Glock. Yeah, you realize what you've got. Making seventeen dollars an hour, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. and them kids just disrespected you earlier that hey, day. Like, and it goes to you know they say that uh, I'm I'm not even hip to the percentage, but it was a pretty healthy percentage of uh, police officers who never actually discharged their weapon um, outside of training. It's something that a lot of people are not built for, mm-hmm. and you you have this idea that oh yeah I've got a gun I'm trained and I'll do this. But everybody is prone to freezing. What's interesting to me, though, he's a school resource officer, the first person who was exposed for being aware of what was happening while remaining outside. But then to see that three county police officers did the same thing, um, I, I think that it's something to be said about that when, you know, the people who are supposed to be protecting and serving you are afraid of the weapons that are available to people that are not and that, supposed to be protecting and serving. That AR-15 a motherfucker, though, man. It, it is. Yeah. And if you've heard one being fired, I mean, yeah. if I got a six-shooter, I'm staying where the fuck I'm at, yeah. man. I'm not, I'm not Billy the Kid. <laughs> yeah. I'm not like. doing it, you know? It's yeah. just... That was that was very interesting, though, that that came out. You have several mm-hmm. stories that have come out since then, uh, several suggestions by our president. Oh, boy. Stating that... Uh, it might be a good idea to arm teachers. Mm. I went to D.C. public school. There's a lot of teachers that if they had if they had a hammer on them, it would be a lot of dead students, a lot more than 17. Hmm. I don't know if I'm comfortable with teachers being armed. If, hey, it's just a bad idea. It's just bad. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just terrible. But you also have to consider the gun has to be accessible enough for it to be effective in an emergency, mm-hmm. but it has to be secure enough that students couldn't gang up on a teacher and take it. Mm-hmm. So it couldn't be easily stolen. Mm-hmm. Like it's a whole lot of mess that you're dealing with. And you're putting a whole lot of pressure on people. Like even if staff volunteers for that, you're putting a lot of pressure on these people. Um, people don't like the pressure of sitting in that seat on the airplane where you got to help niggas get on the little ramp if something were to right. happen. <laughs> you right. know what I mean? I'm, I'm violating them terms of agreement. <laughs> like, people don't mm-hmm. want that kind of responsibility. You're telling people who are underpaid, uh, don't have supplies, are serving as not only teachers, but Counselors. social workers, psychiatrists, uh, you know, it. And now I have to sit here and protect the school from a potential shooter? Like, that's just, no. And the theory of, you know, a good guy with a gun stops bad guys with guns, no, it, it don't go like yeah, that. Yeah, the bad guy usually be getting out on a good guy. It take yeah, about it five is. or six good guys <laughs> to finish one bad this guy. This shit ain't Blade, nigga. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. it just don't happen like that. This is not a movie. You're, you're, you're right. And people treating it like, you know... To to act like there's just a quick solution to even throw out there is asinine. Like to be like, yeah, we'll just arm the teachers. I felt it was <laughs> disreputable of him to disrespect the armed guard that was on duty. Oh, very mm-hmm. much so. Because mm-hmm. you have no, I don't think he fully understands what type of situation that armed guard was in. I'm a. I don't. But I wouldn't go. I'm not going to say that you did a good job, but I'm also not going to say that you did a bad job. You don't have to say, yeah, you don't have to speak on it in that way. But what he does understand is there's plenty of gun control where he and his family rest. 
right where he and his people travel to all of those representatives senators who are sitting back chilling they understand gun control when they're having town hall meetings they understand gun control real well whenever they're moving amongst their constitu- constituents but they don't seem to understand it when their constituents are asking for it and that's what's odd to me that's what's weird to me they're tight as fuck with gun control wherever they are but they don't get to to un- they don't get the understanding that parents are are pleading for that type of thing for their own kids well uh more and more things have come out about that shooting uh, accusations of crisis actors and things of that nature. We're not going to dig all the way into that because this is not a conspiracy theorist type show. But um, we did want to touch on the kind of the bigger parts of the story. So mm-hmm. we, we'll leave that to the political shows to kind of dissect those things. Moving on to John News. <laughs> flat Earth niggas. Yeah. <laughs> we'll let them argue over that shit. We like to have a lot of fun. We do take a turn to talk about serious things, but we, we want to have some fun. So um, with that being said, YouTuber who claimed veganism cured her cancer dies of cancer. Maria Lopez Lopez credited vegetarian oh, veganism wait, wait. Wait, what's and they faith <laughs> Maria Lopez Lopez. So wait, I'm not going to explain how (laughs) Hispanic names work. Okay, You grab both names sometimes. If you're single, I believe you grab your mother's name and your father's. I mean, your father's name and your mother's maiden name, I believe. So so they happen to both be Lopez. Lopez, Lopez, Lopez is is like brown. So, (laughs) you still why you why you got this? (laughs) Why you got that face, sir? A YouTuber who once claimed her vegan lifestyle cured her breast cancer has died of cancer, according to her niece. Now, what the cancer like changed his mind or something? Like, it's. it's <laughs> I see a lot of a lot of people have turned vegan on me, um, mm. in the past. Without giving you advance notice. Well, no, you know what? I, I can't even say turn vegan on me because I'm not that close to them to where we're share, sharing meals and I have to think about them in that respect. But I'm seeing a lot of people, uh, that was their New Year's resolution, mm-hmm. was mm-hmm. to go vegetarian or vegan. Mm-hmm. And a lot of propaganda they're pushing about how much more healthier they are and how... You know, they're they're going to plants to supplement certain vitamins and nutrients and they're getting off of certain medicines that they were taking mm-hmm. prematurely. Now, I have no doubt that if you lived a pretty clean lifestyle and you ate clean and, and, and as a vegan, that your likelihood of ca- catching cancer is decreased. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it's a hundred. I don't think it's a hundred percent deal. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, no. There's way other. There's a lot of other factors into cancer mm-hmm. than just what you put in your body. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we're ingesting carcinogens in so many other ways. Mm-hmm. Just living, you know. But what was interesting to me when I read the article was that, like you said, um, it had gone into remission, and then she was refusing treatments that she had had. Um, and believing that her veganism was the reason sometimes you you ignore that maybe the treatment was working um and then 
there was cancer found in her liver lung like all over her body it had it had spread wildly um and could not be addressed after that um i think it's just it just goes towards you know there's nothing wrong with picking up a healthy lifestyle living being plant-based it it's clear that that is you know it's beneficial it has its benefits um but best practice says that you need to know more about things you need to <laughs> yeah uh find physicians that you trust find dietitians that you trust find nutritionists that you trust and take advice of professionals who 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 deal with things like that if you <laughs> if you're talking about you've been cured of something that's that's some strong terminology and that's a strong message to be putting out there there's a difference between being cured and being in remission and there's work that still has to be done if you are in remission um and like you know like Greece said you know there's no doubt that you know if you feel like you're seeing benefits healthy benefits from the transition that's fine but don't just stop everything, you know, don't throw away your insulin, don't right. miss your doctor's appointments, don't, don't do all of those extreme things, and, yeah. you know. Yeah. Don't, home don't remedies, get off your penicillin, nigga. <laughs> home <laughs> remedies work to a certain degree, yeah. but you also need to go get checked up by a professional Yeah. to make sure and to ensure that you're taking proper care of yourself. I mean, like I said, you there are many other factors to cancer than just what you're eating. Mm-hmm. You know, you're, you're, you're in contact with radioactive waves everywhere you go. If you have a Bluetooth headphone, that's radio mm-hmm. waves. If you microwave your food, that's ma- uh, waves. If you have Wi-Fi, that's waves. So mm-hmm. you are, we are all constantly under siege by some type of carcinogenic, like Miss Janelle said, you know, you going vegan and thinking you're going to live forever, good luck to you. Because I have <laughs> so many cousins, aunties, greats, and, and, and grands that drank way worse than we did, mm-hmm. ate way worse than we did. And can't die. Drove the most pollutinous <laughs> cars. <laughs> he said they can't die because we tried to kill them. All <laughs> I hey, know Bamas that worked on cars in garages with the garage door closed <laughs> in the wintertime and lived for a long time. My diabetic grandma is probably eating a rum cake right now. You can't just. You can't Wondering just, why. You can't just make a blanket statement like that when there's so many. There's so many examples of evidence to the counter. Like, yeah. come on, people. Like, and and then I'm of the point where I everything in, in in what is it? What is that saying? Everything in moderation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I like to eat well. I don't think that's, you know, when you see me Friday, you'll you'll know. <laughs> but I also understand that if I have a couple of days where I'm just on one of those crave, I'm I'm ignoring my cues of what I'm supposed to be eating, then I need to tighten up a couple of days later. Mm-hmm. It's just moderation. That's all. You don't have to just, you don't have to go outside, start planting all your food. And, yeah. yeah. It's moderation. I, I think real veganism probably died with Dr. Savy. You know, mm-hmm. like now that he's dead, it's like, nah, this shit ain't going to save y'all now. <laughs> 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 and a lot of you vegans eat shit off the dry shelf. Yeah. Yeah. That's not <laughs> the mm. the root of vegan is vegetable. Yeah. 
that you know make sure that <laughs> real shit can. though make sure that you're eating food right make sure that you're eating food I regardless of what it is if you're an omnivore vegetarian vegan make sure that you're eating food if you're pescatarian especially make sure that you're eating fish make sure you're mm. eating food there's yeah. a lot of there's a lot yeah. of there's a lot of suspect shit out there I see a lot of frankenstein <laughs> fish out there yeah that, a lot of shit born in labs that's like um i I'm, see your go your boxes <laughs> I was like, I was driving, uh, I was driving past a KFC, and I saw a sign in the window that said "100% real chicken," and I was like, I'm like, wait, for you to have to broadcast that, what was it a couple of years ago? If now it's 100% hey, real man. chicken, they had to pass hey. a test to get that sign. Hey, that man, that, that mm. makes you wonder, right? Yeah, what were y'all frying up? I Oven seen, frying like, up for I me? I seen that gray bone poking out of that drumstick. <laughs> me what and the? C Major was politicking about chilies, talking about they got new improved ribs. Yeah, and we was like, do they have super cows now? Or are they telling <laughs> us that they was doing something fugazi with the ribs before? Yeah, like that like, should be that should be alarming to people. That's real shit. Like, what is a 70% chicken? <laughs> What's the rest of it? You know what I mean? So, yeah, Man. just take care of yourselves and eat food. And, you know, talk to professionals. It's okay. Ask questions to your doctors. And um, don't wait to, don't turn 60 and stop going to the doctor. That's when you're supposed to go. Yeah. I see your glory greens. <laughs> yeah. And then once you already have cancer, it's like, hold up, champ. Now this is when you need, like, medical assistance. You need the advice. And there's one thing if you start veganism when you have, like, a clean bill of health. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's yeah. when you can kind of, like, uh, you know, kind of combat cancer a little bit. But if you already have it, you know, like, now you have something that you have to try to get rid of. Keep those appointments. Yes. Green giant. Yeah. <laughs> She just name name it. all types of frozen and canned goods. Yeah. I love it. Uh, and <laughs> let's move on. Uh, R. Kelly evicted from Atlanta homes <laughs> owes $30,000 court documents show. Doesn't R. Kelly have $30,000? Am I wrong? He might. Shouldn't he? Okay. The question is, shouldn't he have he should. $30,000? Yes. Um, then why, does, why is he getting kicked out? We're not having thirty thousand. He's, he's not. He's not paying his bills. I I just gotta say when I got that story. Um, after reading it, when I came back to the news because it jumped off because it was, uh, Fox thirteen and I don't know what city it was out of posted the story and they said it's the remix to eviction. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, by the time I read it, I came back. It was a whole thread where people had kicked in on the song. Now he don't have a kitchen. Right. <laughs> it was it was so much, man. So if you if you on Twitter, man, look search that story yeah, that <laughs> and find cool, that man. thread, man. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, people don't pay bills, man. Teddy Riley in 2016 still owed money for his guy chain. Mm-hmm. Like this shit happens. <laughs> he had he the money. He must got that motherfucker from Rental Center. <laughs> God, God damn. damn. The price of the price of metal went down. Nigga, <laughs> what are you doing? This story is giant rude too, because they actually give you specific directions on how to get to the house he's not paying rent on. <laughs> well. It, if he's being evicted, then the bank is selling it. So yeah. the bank wants that information out there. Oh, they're like, go turn. You know where uh, Homestead Trail is? Make a left. <laughs> <laughs> then uh, it's the cul-de-sac off of Rogers Bridge Road. Yeah. That That's open, high, that open be, house probably. Be mm. ready to go bid. Yeah, I guess That so. house probably smell like pee. 
<laughs> and, and over here by this bookcase is where Mr. Kelly kept his trap doors, <laughs> his hidden layers. This house comes with many bonus rooms. <laughs> All of that. Man, I just, uh, I want to say good luck to R. Kelly, and then I also want to say fuck R. Kelly, so I'll say, I'll just leave it at that. He's gotten, he's getting evicted from his house. He's on the no-fly list for Wakanda. He's yeah. just having, he's, yeah, having, he's having, a having a bad, bad week. week. Yeah. <laughs> he's definitely having a bad week. He needs, uh, he needs Will Smith to come out with a Muhammad Ali movie part two or something. Wait, me? <laughs> oh, Space Jam part two. Just like something, something. He could, something he could write a soundtrack to. Yeah. I feel you. <laughs> Did you say Space Jam too? Yeah, damn, Mike old ass. <laughs> damn, Mike fucking up too though. Man. Damn, well, Kelly, you might have to, you might have to become a vegan. <laughs> My career was saved when I became a vegan. Really <laughs> shit. What's what's going on with your man drinking the the uh, the chocolate milk? What's really? Like, it was. It was this to demonstrate. Can't be real, right? It was to demonstrate diversity. It's very real. That's not real. <laughs> it's real shit, man. Chocolate milk represented diversity. The basic, the 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 in and out of it is they brought a glass of milk, and the analogy was when you add diversity, which was his sidekick squeezing the chocolate syrup into the milk, no, <laughs> and the and the chocolate syrup resting on the bottom. They said it only works when you include them with no. everything. And then they stirred up the milk. <laughs> I'm not bullshitting you. And then he drank the milk and said it was delicious. So you. <laughs> Damn. That's... Yeah, let's give this man a prize. <laughs> give this man a prize. Yo. What, what the fuck? <laughs> and I don't know. Because if you're looking at the picture, his homie is a black dude. Right. I don't know who in the duo came up with this. <laughs> Probably the same people who came up with the eggs being your brain and your brain being on drugs. (laughs) So basically, you can't just bring black folks in and keep them on the bottom. Right. You got to mix them in, and then you got delicious chocolate And then you got to drink them. (laughs) Pretty much. (laughs) Now, how do you feel about that? Now that you've explained it. Why, the fact that it has to be said in 2018 is very telling and very sad. Mm. Niggas are supposed to be in flying cars. And the fact that you couldn't just say it. You needed Sorry a demo. You needed a milky demo mm. to make that point. That's crazy. And why did it have to start? With, why, why couldn't start with chocolate milk and then you turn it? Uh, okay, so away. so never mind. Uh, we, we're not doing science. that. What are you mixing? What are we going to do, son? What chemical are you putting in the chocolate milk? You could put some vanilla in there or something. I don't know. Vanilla, vanilla is brown. actually going to turn it brown. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well. That was the best I got. <laughs> right, I'm going to drop paint in the motherfucker. <laughs> Just white out. <laughs> Drop some cocaine. No. But this, <laughs> but this is what is happening. This is what our politicians are doing mm. these days when they're talking to to adults. Mm. Uh, all right. Well, That's beautiful. Let's move on. <laughs> Farting passenger causes fight in emergency landing in Vienna. This is wild, D. Wait, yeah. v- Vienna, Austria or Vienna, Virginia? <laughs> Austria. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> 
the trans transavia i'm gonna go with transavia okay, flight from dubai to amsterdam's chapel wait airport <laughs> was forced to make an emergency <laughs> wait a minute what did i say amsterdam amsterdam no i said Am- oh okay uh, make I will own up if I said Dan, <laughs> it might have sounded like it, but I didn't okay. trust. But me. she just nailed like a four syllable words. If she would have fucked that up, <laughs> <laughs> right? Make an emergency landing in Vienna on February 11th after a, after a fight broke out because of a flatulent passenger, and he Dang. refused to stop passing gas. Now, I have flatulence. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think we all we all do on occasion. Mm-hmm. True. Uh, see, Major and I were genetically encoded <coughs> with a rare form of flatulence. Okay. Passed down to us by Clarence Senior, mm-hmm. and that there's a there's a ceremony every mm-hmm. evening. Mm-hmm. There's a ceremony every morning, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and we have no control over that ceremony. Is that how y'all determine the hierarchy in the household? <laughs> I think for a while, yeah, Pops, you know, Pops got the basement not because he needed a man cave. He needed somewhere to do that shit. Yeah. He needed to be alone. <laughs> Nobody wanted to be with him when that went down. Needed his fire and quarters. Yeah, he needed to mark his territory. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and then the rest of us kind of like, we knew where we were. Like, we didn't bother each other till about 11 a.m. on a Saturday. Because <laughs> everybody had their, you know. Poot off. Yeah. <laughs> I feel sorry for the young man who couldn't control him, couldn't stop it. Why are they fighting? I don't know if he couldn't control it and couldn't stop it. It seemed like once once people started smelling it, he was like, <laughs> and then was like firing them off on purpose. Uh. Now, you need to shit yourself if you firing them off <laughs> yeah, yeah. on purpose, man. And yeah, then, I need to know how long this session lasted. Like. And then they're in Austria, so like, don't they eat like some different type of shit over there? A lot of sauerkraut. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I, 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 I don't know his diet. I would assume that it but is like, different. If you're like, you know, you're sitting there farting. Yeah, and I'm like, you know, is there anything you can do about the gas or you know anything of that nature? If we get to the point where I need to have a conversation, yeah. mm. and then you become indignant. You know, that's different than I have really uncontrollable gas. My apologies. Uh, I'm going to go spend some time in the bathroom. If you're sitting there being indignant, I can see how a fight could break out. Mm. It's not right. I don't mm. think it's a lot of things I don't think should happen on an airplane. Fighting is one of them. But I get it if the person's response was was not apologetic. At least. My nigga just lifted his leg up. Right. As soon as he said something, right. He lifts the armrest up so he can put his booty directly on his thigh or something. (laughs) That's crazy. Yeah, I think if it was intentional, then, Mm. you know, he might need to be escorted to the room. Where's the room on this plane? (laughs) I thought all European Mm. flights had the room. If it's a little, well, they don't really have the little air buses. I don't know, man. Yeah, they, mm. they. I mean, they have the big joints over there. Yeah. So yeah. why don't they escort them to the room hey, where man. the torture goes down? Yeah. <laughs> Especially like, like if if the person was like eating morning star, like yeah. What if he was vegan? Yeah. Not real yeah. shit. Like morning star had me being real disrespectful mm. to myself, man. <laughs> like, so I wouldn't even subject people on the plane to that. But I feel like he he pro- he or was it he or she? He, I believe. 
Yeah, like he probably knew, you know, that he was lighting it up. You know what yeah. I mean? That's really yeah. Hey, man. Yeah. Uh, uh, one more story before we get to, well, two more stories. Fake celebrity face swap porn called deep fakes are now banned on Pornhub, Twitter, and Reddit. Um, what's happening is we get to the point. I know you've all seen. Well, most of you've seen. Uh, the first, uh, actually, let me back up. The first time I've seen some type of technology like this was on a really kind of off-brand movie, which CL probably knows. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, Bruce Willis. And he was a time jumper or something. And who was the other guy? Looper. You're talking about Looper. the joint with him and... Uh, uh, I can't remember that dude's name right now. That played the younger him. Yes. And uh, what they did was... Joseph something... Levitt. Levitt. Joseph... Joseph Gordon. Gordon, Gordon Levitt. Yes. Yeah. Played the younger Bruce Willis. He was also in Manic. Okay. What yeah. the fuck is Manic? I'll what take your word for it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take your word for it. But mm-hmm. what they did was an overlay mm-hmm. over Joseph's face to put some of Bruce's features mm-hmm. on his face. So while you had a young Joseph acting, portraying the younger version of Bruce's character, he also looked like Bruce. It was mm-hmm. a really freaky thing. And yeah. it was the first time I saw any type of technology like that. And I thought it was really weird. Then I saw it again. And Captain America Civil War. They found mm-hmm. some young lad uh-huh. and they put uh they computer it was like a computer generated version of Robert yep. Downey Junior. Yeah. They overlaid over that young actor's face. And it was uncanny. Like it and if you you know, with him it really worked because there are movies out there. Yeah, of they young. took it directly from movies with him being young, being <laughs> like in his early 20s. So yeah. I'm seeing how well it's done there. And porn, little does anybody know, porn is at the forefront of all technology. Yes. They've always been ahead of the game. They were the first streaming online. They were the first. Mm-hmm. Fuck Netflix and all that shit. Mm-hmm. They were the first streaming online. They were the first to the internet. Now they're the first with this type of tech. Now they're... They've taken this technology and moved it to a space where you can put any celebrity you want mm-hmm. on the body of a porn star yep. and simulate sexual acts. Now, I will say to most of, I guess, legit porn's um, credit, they're against it. Yeah, very much so. They're mm-hmm. very much against this technology taking over the porn space because, A, it discredits and devalues the porn actors who are actually performing the acts. Mm-hmm. And then B, you're misrepresenting someone's livelihood. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. somebody's likelihood. So, and then I mean, you got people who, people aren't the brightest and they take things that they catch on the internet as fact and they run with it. And then next thing you know, you're like, oh yeah, man, Ben Affleck was fucking so-and-so. And then it's like, no, that, you know what I mean? Then you have to differentiate. No, this is the type of porn where they're actually imposing people's face on it. And everybody is not going to get that, so that's that's problem. That's a big problem. So know? the face, like it moves and everything, like it's yeah part of the person. Like mm-hmm. it's part of the person. This scene in Civil she War it was, was like crazy. A Snapchat filter. <laughs> 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 that's like the basic version of that technology. Mm-hmm. It's it, they've gotten really good at it. 
And uh, like I said, the very first time I saw it was Looper, and that was kind of a janky version of it. Mm. And then when I saw Civil War and the young Robert Downey, I was, this is crazy. Yeah. It was really well done. And then they also did it, again, another Marvel movie in Guardians of the Galaxy 2 mm-hmm. with a young, what is his name? Oh, what, who played? Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell, a young Kurt Russell. Yeah. And again, someone who's been in movies for a long time, mm-hmm. so you have a lot of footage of a young mm. Kurt Russell, and you just need somebody wearing a feather wig. <laughs> 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 they did it with Michael Douglas' old ass in uh, Ant Man too. Oh, they no, did. Yeah. They did. They did. Yeah. You're right. You're right. So yeah. you Marvel got... all over that tech. Marvel and porn. Marvel and porn got that technology down pat. But I'm glad they're stopping people from throwing that up on, what is it, Reddit, Twitter? Reddit, Twitter, and um, Pornhub. Yeah. Uh, That's dangerous, man. I mean, I know we all have our fantasies about some celebrities, but. Who would y'all put? Whose face would y'all put on there? Hmm. See? I've been waiting Mm. on a Rihanna I've been yeah Rihanna. Tate. I I've honestly been waiting on a Nicki Minaj joint, just because I've just been expecting it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I put it like this: I've been waiting on a Rihanna, and then I'm also glad I haven't seen it. Mm-hmm. It's one of those things where, if it's whack, I'm be so like I have a certain level of freakiness that I have <laughs> Rihanna, and if that joint is whack, if she a dead yeah. fish. Like Black China. I mm-hmm. will, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. and I, and then also a part of me feels bad because I don't want people to leak. Oh nah, shit that doesn't belong to them, and it puts other people, you know, out there. Like, yeah. I wouldn't want my t- my tape leaked. Like, that's shitty. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you just want Matt Kemp to put something. <laughs> something. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, if they don't, if they don't mind it leaking, I'm not. Going <laughs> I mean, yeah, if you make your account and put it out there. Hey. hey, well, if you like it, <laughs> <laughs> retweet you. Yeah. Somebody leaked Rihanna's sex tape. Uh, Retweeted by Rihanna. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and she seemed like the type that would. Yeah. If, the, if the tape fire, yeah. shit, I would. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. More power to her. If the mm-hmm. tape does leak and it's fire, I, I, I don't think I can ever see her live. <laughs> I can't be that close to her. <laughs> I will institute a fucking like, <laughs> what is it called? I don't know what anything's called today. <laughs> what? <laughs> I will put myself on a restriction where I have to stay so many feet away from her. <laughs> you giving yourself a peace order? Yes. <laughs> if that if a Rihanna tape leaks, I need a peace order. Okay. Because I fair. don't know what's gonna happen. I'm not going to, like, say I'm an attack, but mm. I'm not going to be myself. But you know yourself, <laughs> and, you, you, and you don't want that self I to be. I don't want that self to be exposed. I got mm. you. So, if you want to know, uh, ask me at the happy hour. <laughs> 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 well, Monique went on The Breakfast Club on Thursday or Friday. Whatever day it was. Yeah. Had a nice debate with Charlemagne. I think this might turn into... Uh, touchy subject. See, Major, how much time do we have here? We have fifty-five minutes. We are at fifty-five minutes. Yes. All right. We might we might want to close with this. Then. Uh, Monique and Charlemagne got into a discussion. They also had Sid, her husband, on the phone. Um, 
I said in the group chat this interview was trash. Okay. And the only reason why I said that is because it's classic. Well, it's trash in my opinion because I expected to learn something new. Okay. And I didn't learn anything new. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and the way the three hosts of the show maneuver with the interview always irks me. Mm -hmm. It's the same positions. They all play the same positions and they're never interested in the resolution, I guess. And I'm one of those people, if I debate, I'm trying to get to a resolution. Mm. That would be the ultimate goal is for us to come to some type of understanding. And I felt like that wasn't accomplished. But then I also understand that it's entertainment. This is exactly what they both wanted to accomplish, both sides. I believe both sides wanted it. And yeah. they did exactly what they wanted to do. They tra- they were trending all day. Mm-hmm. We got a lot of people Googling Monique who didn't who didn't know who Monique was. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of references to Charlemagne's government name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot. Which, of- which I'm not even a fan of the show, but I've heard him refer to it many times Mm -hmm. and i don't understand why that was a thing but again i digress no i just (laughs) that was just about to wrap up my summary of the of the uh debate i just didn't learn anything new that's why i feel like the interview was kind of trash what are y'all thoughts i don't (laughs) think that the point of it was a debate i think that you know um like I said, I'm not a fan of the show. I know what it's about. Monique knows what's ab- what it's about. Um, Monique knew very clearly what she wanted to accomplish there. She simulcast her Periscope from that show. Mm-hmm. Um, she knows what kind of reach it has. No, I don't think. I don't think that that either side wanted anything productive to come from it. But I do know that neither side are so obtuse as to understand what type of exposure it would bring. See, the God is never worried about this type of exposure. Right. He doesn't care how he looks about anything. Um, <clears throat> Monique knew that it would reach, you know, she's had problems with other people and responded in kind on short Instagram stories um, because she knew that it wouldn't pull views. You know, she had issues with Gary Owen, the comedian, she knows nobody gives a fuck about that, so she responded to him on her Instagram. Um, she's had issues with. Uh, she didn't even go go deep with Roland Martin, you know. She mm. she made a tweet about that, you know. But now all of a sudden, the worst of these things was being called donkey of the day. Now I got to come and address it. So uh, I get it. You want to come through, and you know that you'll have an audience. Yes. Mm. C major. Um, I agree. I felt like I felt like they both came up there, and and they stated what they wanted to do. She wanted to know why she was called Donkey of the Day, and Charlemagne wanted to know why she felt as though she deserved, I guess, to be to get as much as what the legends were making as far as Netflix. To which even she even explained that that's not even what she, you know, technically said. <laughs> And throughout the whole interview, which was about an hour and some change, they went back throwing different facts, and he said, she said, mm-hmm. and I, I, I still, I still hold my position because I was, because I too don't believe, I believe Monique might be out here reaching a little bit, 
with the causes that she's throwing behind, you know, this whole Netflix thing. Now, let's before I let CEO go. No, because I just I feel like we didn't I didn't do a good job of uh, explaining why she was there. She was there to address like Miss Janelle said to to address why she was called Dunkie on the day. And Charlemagne's response to that was because you at you portrayed your negotiations with Netflix as being a um, discriminatory to black people and to women. Yeah. Mm. So. I and and my summary I was just trying to get to the point where when I was looking I was trying to get to trying to see if they would get to the point where they would answer each other's question and I didn't mm-hmm. feel like that was ever mm-hmm. accomplished. But go ahead, CEO. Um I feel like uh I feel like Charlemagne is getting exposed more and more each each time each time, each time. he has instances like this with somebody that he uh gives that label to mm-hmm. or that he goes in on um we all know that uh he had issues with fredro star for mm-hmm. some things he said about fredro star mm-hmm. uh he had issues with uh beanie siegel mm-hmm. when beanie siegel got there uh what was the other one bird Babe, Ma- Birdman yeah, came up there Birdman. for some things that that they said about him. Uh, DJ Khaled, I believe. Fat Joe. Mm-hmm. The list goes mm-hmm. on. So people, people. Jamie Foxx. Jamie yeah. Foxx. <laughs> so, Tiger. Yeah. I mean, if you want to keep reaching, yeah. So yeah. it's like people, people go there to let him know, like that. It's a, it, it can be a serious thing when you, when you give me these labels that can affect my career, because I don't know if Charlemagne is like uh, considering himself uh, an actual journalist or just like a comedian. Or, or com- you know, if it's just mm-hmm. comedy to him. But if you're considering yourself an actual journalist and you're wearing that title, when you do things like Donkey of the Day, people who respect you as a journalist, you you can affect those people's careers. Mm-hmm. You know, Birdman went up there. He was serious. Mm-hmm. Uh, Beanie Siegel was serious. Fredro Starr was serious. They all came uh, from a, an emotional base. What Monique did, I think she came up there with, with logic. Like, I think they, pre- her and her husband presented a lot of facts to Charlemagne about, like, okay, why do you feel that I deserve to be donkey of the day? And I don't feel like, he, he didn't give a definitive answer because everything that, like, he, everything he responded with, they responded with, like, facts, things that you can actually research. You know what I mean? This is, it's here. Like, he didn't, he didn't do his, uh, I think Monique, I'm going to quote Monique, he didn't do his homework for her. Instead, like I noticed uh, his rebuttals. Uh, well, Amy Schumer did this, this, this. Uh, Dave Chappelle did this, this, this. Well, scratch Dave Chappelle. The Amy Schumer thing, he defended Netflix uh, mm-hmm. two different times. Well, you, you actually had to do research to, to, to say what he said in re- regarding them. But he didn't do that with Monique before Monique uh, became donkey of the day. You know what I mean? Oh. Well, I will say on the day that she was donkey of the day, Mm -hmm. he stated that she was the donkey of the day because Mm -hmm. she's asking people to boycott Netflix, talking about its race bias and gender bias Mm -hmm. when black people and women have been getting paid. Mm -hmm. So I could... So if she was really wondering why, he right. said why when he did it, which he does every day when he does the donkey mm-hmm. of the day. Mm-hmm. So now I don't understand 
what she was expecting to hear. Like, I get what you're saying, Grease, where you said no no new information came out because mm. when he did the donkey of the day, that was the answer. I think her whole ploy was to, to get up there, get the conversation to get a platform. started, get the platform, and then throw random facts that don't basically feed into <laughs> what he said was the reason for why she called her. I don't give a fuck about the, the renegotiations and shit. I told you why I called you donkey of the day. So right. yeah, so what? And now right. she's talking about all this other shit, exposing all this other shit, trying to get emotional, you know, playing shit. W- what I saw a lot of was, you know, people, and, and people are going to see everything through the lens of their own life. And I saw a lot of people speaking on, you know, <clears throat> the treatment of black women, the value of black women. And as a whole, what you have to understand, we live in a white patriarchal society. So while while two things can always be true, yes, she stated facts about bias in the industry, bias in Hollywood. All of that is very real. But at the same time, all of that is very different than claiming that Netflix should be boycotted because you were offered an amount of money and then you are saying that they are racist and sexist, basically. Then when you get presented with the fact that there are black men who are getting paid, well, there's a woman getting paid, a white woman getting paid. Then there's two black women getting paid. Who? Ava DuVernay and um, Shonda Rhimes. Mm-hmm. Now it's, well, they're not black women comedians. comedians. Yeah. Okay, well then, if you're mad about the goalposts being moved, then you can't move the goalposts as well. Mm-hmm. So now say, boycott Netflix because they didn't treat me right. Mm-hmm. be be genuine about it mm-hmm. because you're you're debunking your own argument she even stated she brought in ageism if you if mm-hmm. you remember listening mm-hmm. she's 50 chris rock is 53 she brought up oh they thought they could lowball me because i had a bad reputation and that i would i would need the money <clears throat> that's called business mm-hmm. i work in real estate if buyers think that the seller is desperate to sell, they're not going to offer full price. That's business. So I don't know if it's necessarily racism and sexism. It might be Moniqueism. This think. is this is you and everybody has spoke. You know, people like you know Viola Davis said the same thing. No, she didn't. Viola Davis said there's a discrepancy between the way that we're paid. That's it. And a lot of people who are teachers can say that people it, it happens everywhere. Black people categorically make less than white people. Women categorically make less than mm-hmm. men. That story is very true. That story is valid. But you don't see people saying boycott all of this because this happened to me. And I think that's the part that got missed. And I thought that's the part that I thought was very strategic for her because she was saying things that were true. And people missed the point of what she initially asked for in January. You know, yep. mm. I feel like uh, I feel like we referred to Netflix more than she did in that interview. But the reason why we are discussing her in 2018 mm. was because she came imploring people to act against that particular company. So if if, if you because uh, I don't agree with the Netflix boycott either. Okay, I'm not. I'm not gonna boycott Netflix. Okay. I'm not doing it. Now I I do stand with I do stand with the with, with what she's pushing though. Okay. I'm just not gonna boycott Netflix. So if we if we take the the 
I guess the 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 joke that that became like we're not going to boycott Netflix because okay. you had a bad experience with it. But if we take that out of the equation and and speak on the things that she said without the word Netflix in it, then she it, has to take it out of the equation. Yeah, but I feel like she did that in she that didn't. interview. How many times did you hear her say Netflix? In she that spoke interview? the first the first part of that was mm-hmm. about Netflix, was mm-hmm. about her deal with Netflix, mm-hmm. was about her grievances with Netflix. Now, what did she say all her of objective which were, was? All of which were about business. Mm-hmm. Her objective was to ask Charlemagne why he called her donkey of the day, mm-hmm. which I don't understand that. She was disingenuous to me about her objective because the answer to why she was donkey of the day happened the day that she was donkey of the day. Mm-hmm. And she could find that clip. Her mission was to get exposure. And there's nothing wrong with that, but mm-hmm. say that. Mm. don't say the other thing and my (laughs) thing is i get what you're saying because she brought up a lot of instances where talking specifically why people say she has a bad rap when she's talking about how she was sticking up for the little people Mm. you know the the women of color the people of color behind the scenes and i feel as though if that was if that's your whole mission don't come out telling me about your situation Mm. you could mention that as a part of why that you know this is your mission but don't tell me about your situation and then go on talk about you want to know why you donkey of the day right. and then reveal that oh yeah well I'm really supporting these people cuz then I'm like okay so what what are we doing here right because she could have that same day that she dropped that video asking people to boycott Netflix she could have just said y'all I want to come because people come out there at, like Will Smith every every 2 days is just dropping some shit that he just wants to let people know mm. she could have came through and said you know what I want to just speak because Brother, you know, my sisters in comedy, we're not being seen and done. You know, all of this shit, all the shit that she might want to say in regards to the way women of color are being treated in the business. And she could have left it at that. And then she could have gone on a tour about that. People would have listened. But she made it about her treatment and associated it with a big name. Mm. And now that keeps coming up, you know, and, you know, you get extra shit. I'm I'm focused on the point. When you when you came through and you made the point, the point was about Netflix. Now people are like, oh, why are people tone policing her? Why are people talking about she should she's going about it the wrong way? Well, if you're sticking to the same mission, if the mission was to get people to boycott, she went about that the wrong way. Mm. And that can be said. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, black women don't get treated well in this country, but we're not above critique. We're not above reproach. Mm. So if people are saying, you know, if you're saying that this was about Netflix, then you're wrong about that. Because it wasn't it wasn't gender bias, it wasn't race bias, it was business. And your business didn't go well. Mm. And then you had you even had uh Wanda Sykes. She tweet I follow I, I follow this shit on Twitter very closely. She spoke on, you know, they offered me less than half of that. I'm glad she said something. Okay. I'm glad she said something about the disparaging pay. But then Wanda Sykes also came back. This happened, A, in 2015. This was before the person who was offering these comedians big deals came. Mm -hmm. But another thing that Wanda Sykes did, while she didn't speak up on it, Mm -hmm. she said when she spoke on her deal with Epics, where her her deal came out in, her special came out in 2016, it was a demographic issue. Epics was able to pay her because the, the demographic that uses Epics or watches Epics they felt that they could get that return. Netflix doesn't think that people 18 to 35 would watch Wanda Sykes. They don't care about her being black. They don't care about her being a woman. But they also think that people 18 to 35 would watch Shonda Rhimes show. Mm. So they paid her. Mm. You feel what I'm saying? I hate you. 
So I think that for her conflating those issues, that was a problem. She, like I said, she's always spoken the truth about the way that it goes. It just didn't seem to matter until things didn't go her way. Fuck nigga. I'm sorry. I just felt like, I'm sorry. I I like this discussion Mm. a lot because it goes into, you know, I like breaking it down. I felt Mm. like just within this conversation here, a lot was said that wasn't said Mm. during the breakfast club. But I also understand that that's not there, bro. No. So when I say they don't want to accomplish things, it's all about, you know, creating a buzz and keeping people coming back to their YouTube channel and their radio station, which I get. Mm. Uh, And it's not for me. But I did go into this interview expecting something. Mm. Yeah. And I felt lost. <laughs> wait, so, so wait. So, so, I felt lost. So wait, so time out. So time out. Time out. So with, with what Monique and her husband presented, right? Mm-hmm. Like y'all, y'all got nothing from that? Uh, when they were talking about the negotiations. Yeah. Right? If you're talking about specifically ne- the negotiations, them going back and forth, mm-hmm. I didn't hear anything out of the way. Yeah. I didn't hear anything. And and partially, now let me give this caveat, I've mm-hmm. been in the corporate world for years. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I've seen people come into the, business, come into the doors of, esta- of, of establishments I worked who seem to be qualified, who seem to have all their shit together, all their paperwork look straight, and leave without a deal. I've seen people who don't look like they have their shit together leave with a deal. Mm. I've seen us go into, I've been on the other side, I've gone to other companies thinking this is an automatic partnership, we're going to get this sponsorship, and walked out without it. And a lot of times, by me being the face of the, you know, the person doing the proposal, a lot of times my mind did wonder, hmm, I wonder if it's me. I mm. wonder if I send my colleague in with the same paperwork, would it go differently? But then I couldn't, I can't let that always cloud the way I move. So I kept it moving. Mm. Because it's also a numbers game. If I go to Netflix and I uh, and we're in negotiation and they don't feel like they can pay me or we don't reach an agreement, my next step is HBO, mm-hmm. Showtime. Somewhere else. There's so many other platforms that she could leverage. And I think what happened was she might have this false ideal of where she is mm. right now and how much draw drawing potential she has for the audience of Netflix. Like Miss Janelle said, eighteen mm. to thirty five is much different than our us old fogies that still pay cable bills every month. Mm-hmm. It's not young people don't watch cable. We didn't watch fucking what was it this Christmas whatever the fuck it was <laughs> <Right>. last <laughs> Christmas we wasn't that Chris we what we mm-hmm. didn't go to our, our family's house for Christmas this year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think mm-hmm. and and when you think about people, my mom doesn't watch Netflix. Mm-hmm. Like you just think about the demographics involved. Like we watch Netflix. We're like at the cornering uh, of the generation that is. We're on the far end of that scale. Mm-hmm. Well, we're you know over thirty-five, and right. we watch Netflix. That's right. not the norm. Right. My parents don't watch Netflix. My grandparents don't watch Netflix. Mm-hmm. That's just 
you know, you might have a few sprinkled here and there that do that are a little hip and a little more technic technology uh, savvy. But I just got my mom hip to when she miss her show, she she'd be distraught. I'm like, it's on demand. But <laughs> if I could just bring in something, because like I said, I be on Twitter a lot and a Twitter user said, you know, if Tiffany Haddish is able to get a multi-million dollar deal, Netflix deal at the level of Amy Schumer, it will be because Mo Worldwide, which is Mo, Monique's Twitter handle, it's because Mo Worldwide stood up, hashtag facts. Tiffany Haddish herself came back and said, I already got a deal. I signed it way before she said anything. I don't know what ledger money is, but I got enough to take care of me and my family. Right. Facts. So it's like she's putting people are going in this with emotion. She's invoking people's she, name. She did what she came to and do. And it's like, you know, you you're saying if I if I took this, what can a Tiffany Haddish expect? She's in a whole different world <laughs> than you. And to me, not to not to down Monique, it's just saying it just let me know the disconnect and mm -hmm. how how she is understanding this to work. And the people who are who are paying attention, who are listening to her also are falling victim to this disconnect because if Tiffany Haddish herself, because somebody's talking, you know, if you're sitting there saying like she's been on HBO very recently, but you've got people hearing Monique now saying, hopefully Tiffany Haddish can get herself some money because of Mo Worldwide and all of her work. Tiffany had to come through and say, I got money without any of her work. And so her, her being seen as this revolutionary figure speaking on something for the first time it's not that's not true and she's not speaking on it from from a reality based stance especially when she's saying other people's names now i think that you know at the end of this we're going to see a special for monique mm. she did say the special is coming in some she way did. shape or form and mm. i think she's drummed up enough you know enough talk and enough publicity to make that special successful you and know, whatever it is, on whatever channel it is. And <laughs> I just find this, you know, this kind of, this is kind of the new wave. This is kind of the new, like, for a, a lack of a better term, a new promotional She plan. did this battle style. Yeah. She did this 50 Cent style. Let me, be in, <laughs> yeah, let me get people riled up. But people acting like this is something revolutionary or this means any more than it does. I'm sorry to inform you. Like, see the guy been trash. Yeah. We didn't learn anything new there. Yeah. <laughs> Bama's knew that black women didn't get paid properly in the entertainment business. Nothing new there. If you feel better, if you if you felt better hearing Lenard, if you were if you felt better thinking Monique read him, okay, cool. But nothing came of this except what both sides actually wanted. So what? Like, and that was to be looked at for an hour. Yeah. So like, uh, so like. We know that that black women get paid less, mm -hmm. right? So, like, if 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 that is something she was speaking on, we agree to that part, right? Well, yeah, we agree to that. But then black women started writing their own stories. Black women started producing their own stuff. They started working with Will and Jada in their production company. Black, like, you 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 hear this? Yeah, mm -hmm. we understand that certain certain studios certain production houses certain people are going to do certain things mm. people are making lanes for themselves that don't mean that they can't speak on it mm. that don't mean okay Lionsgate is going to pay me x y and z because that's black folks from the top to the bottom but i'm still going to go and do this disney movie 
Mm. I'm still going to go and do this, you know, this MGM joint or it, it, but it's still to be said. It's like, we've come a long way in this country as black people. We don't have to stop talking about racism. It's Mm -hmm. still here. Mm. We not under Jim Crow necessarily, but we still can speak on racism. It's the Mm. same thing. Mm. You know what I mean? So like I said, Nothing that she said about the game isn't true. Yeah, I don't Mm. mind her speaking on that at all. I don't have any disagreements with any of those facts that she brought to the table. But don't go back and say that makes her right about the Netflix thing, because now I got to disagree. Yeah, who said that? But people, people, I've seen people say like this has been this has been heavy, Mm. and people have, like I said, they they look through the lens of their own life. Mm. Yeah, girl. Yeah, girl. I hear you. Didn't pay her her money. Who who? Who's supposed to pay her her money? Netflix mm. ain't supposed to. That's they hilarious. reached the impasse. And it's hilarious to me that the but same But I see people, that, though. Same, same people who were saying that, and then two days later, they post on Facebook, they watching Black Mirror. Right. So get yeah. your shit right. together. <laughs> I, don't have any, I don't have anything for that. I'm, I'm pro-Netflix. Damn, this Chris Rock special is funny. Right. <laughs> same ones. Talk I'm, about protesters. It's just, it's just one of them things. We, we, we've spoken on people being all or nothing and shit. Mm. It don't have to be. It don't. Way. It's not all or nothing because she's still wrong, in my opinion, about the Netflix shit while being right about all the other shit. Mm. You yeah. know, and yeah. people like, oh well, now now that I'm seeing this, fuck C to God, fuck all mm. of that, give no, her her money. No, she's still Who are you talking to? Uh, I've been saying fuck C to God. That, that's what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and most and most hey. people have. Yeah, he's I so. Bet. That's uh, the thing. Yeah. Like Monique is probably mm. the hundredth woman I've heard say that he's trash. Mm. Yeah. Mm. But now, now all of a sudden it's news. I'm like, motherfucker, it's been news. Mm. I think I think what <laughs> I think what's unique about how the way she handled C to God was that she didn't she didn't go there with much emotion. You know what I mean? Like the other people. I think she buttoned it. I think that whole thing was like a well mm. thought out, meticulously coordinated. This was a mission plan. Mm. Yeah. Hey, I mean, down, right I mean, to up to from the bun mm. to the yeah. way she packed her purse up at the end. From every, that da- from every daddy, she said. <laughs> that shit did, it did look good. <laughs> and look, and look good. her periscope is edited very different than, because mm. I watch both versions. Mm. I watched The Breakfast Club, what they aired, mm. and I her periscope got her looking pristine. Yes. Mm. It's very good. different. Mm. It's very, and it it's, was all calculated. It's yeah. all I'm going to go back and watch man. her periscope, because I, uh, I seen like a little piece of it, because I know her phone was sitting directly mm-hmm. in front of mm. So I don't know, it, did, she, did she stop it early? Oh, or was she, she stopped chopped? it early, because the periscope is only like 44 minutes mm-hmm. where you know that the, yeah. the breakfast the club joint like, is long yeah. the, the thing with that though is like she was periscoping from her phone so on the breakfast club there was a point where she got her got her got up and got mm-hmm. her back so mm-hmm. if, yeah. she, if she put her phone in her no, bag no but I'm saying mm-hmm. if you watch her periscope that there was a very organized closing on that that yeah. just made her yeah. it was choreographed yeah it was very much choreographed yeah. I'm I'm a fan of that yeah. I, I hate to see people uncouth and unmanicured. I, I love that shit. <laughs> <laughs> but but I hate you I hate would, that people thought that they saw a genuine exchange. Like, that yeah, was that was that was the thing. That like, was a very when I say planned trash, exchange. This was this was mm. this, this was fucking this was sketch Reality comedy. TV? Yeah. 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 And, unless unless yeah. the Breakfast Club was in on it. If the Breakfast they Club, definitely they definitely were. If, they were. If the, Charlemagne the God came through and said, "I don't know why Leonard is not trending." Yes, yeah, I'm just it's saying. that deep. I'm just saying if the He's not new to this. I'm, I'm not gonna saying. say it was I, I don't know I'm not gonna say it was scripted, but they knew where it was oh, gonna go. Come on. If the Breakfast Club was in on it, 
Yes. Then, then that that was that was a beautiful soap opera. But, that was. But if they weren't in on it. And they were like, you know what I'm saying, just giving rebuttals. I think what Sydney and Monique had was like they were responding beautifully. If if it was It was a well let me it, it was a well choreographed dance. I'm gonna tell you this all parties involved. Charlemagne the God doesn't give a fuck about getting red. No. It's happened no. thousands of times since the nineties. The since more he the was, better. Since he was on Wendy Williams show. Uh, he doesn't give a fuck about that. Mm. This the point was to get Monique and Sydney to be able to say shit that nobody mm-hmm. was ever giving them the audience to say. Mm-hmm. People have been slandering Sydney. People have been talking about he has no business acumen. All of that shit that came up about the negotiation shit yeah. was for him to flex that he knows how to be a manager. All of that was on purpose. It was on purpose. And people acting like this was some 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 hot shit, some mm. some some shit that just jumped off. The way they please don't be duped. The way they uh uh responded to each other from from the studio to the phone was well yeah. danced yeah, yeah, <laughs> i've yeah. been married i'll never do that all that but, okay yeah. sweetheart yes right. daddy yes daddy mm-hmm. yes king mm-hmm. can you can you <laughs> come on yeah that's why i said knew yeah. when to talk and all that shit ask, one of the, ask some of the married couples in the uh, group if that's how they talk to each other wait, in front of on, company no, you go first wait hold on. Ah. bitch come on <laughs> <laughs> that shit's so scripted if 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 they both were in on it, I mean, none of us. The, the reality is, none of us were there. None of us know that it was scripted. That's fair. So that's why I said it's a matter all of opinion. Right, we all, we all, all, right, all I'll give you that. we all got an opinion on whether or not it was scripted. That's why I said I just know how I talked to my wife I in public. And it's I know, never- I know, <laughs> I know the purpose that it served on both sides, yeah. and it created enough of the, of a diversion that the conversation is changing. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what Monique needed to have. Bravo to both sides. Right? Yeah. So let me Absolutely. ask y'all this, right? Let me ask y'all this. Like, like I said, Netflix aside, right? Uh-huh. Like, then why are we talking? You, because that's why she's. I mean, the never subject. mind. No, <laughs> 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 no, nah, nah, you said why? You you good? We ain't talking about Netflix, so I guess we ain't talking about Monique at all now, right? Why else would we have been talking about? I Monique? hear you. I hear you. That was the point. I hear you. You don't think that was the point of her bringing up Netflix? I hear you. I mean, it was. I was going somewhere with it, and you said, "Why are we talking about it?" So, you, but you're it. saying take Netflix out of it. I, that's what I'm I said. saying I hear you. The reason why we're discussing Monique at all is because she put Netflix in it. That's what I'm saying. If, if she had have, never called for the boycott of Netflix, and she had just said all the other things that she had said, mm. we would not be talking. Monique would not be on. So that's all she talked about in the interview was Netflix? That was the main reason why she got to the point where she got to an interview. An interview. But is that but was she talking about other things in that interview? She did to pad up the fact that she had no real case to ask people to boycott Netflix. Or what did I you get you. from it? I hear you. That's why I, I said, know you hear me, but I'm, I'm, just I'm saying, one, I like, want to hear you. I said that I feel like we mentioned in Netflix a lot more than she did in the interview. That is what we, I think, are discussing. That particular interview, to me, was about more than just Netflix. Okay. So that's why I say if we are just discussing the Netflix part. Well, of, what did you get if, from it? If we are just discussing the Netflix portion of her uh, situation, then you're right. Once you take Netflix out of it, then there's no discussion. But from that particular interview that we pulled up, I heard more than just Netflix. What I, did you gather I, from I, it? Uh, okay, so I, I hear what you're I, I hear what you're saying, mm-hmm. but I thought 
she was going on the show mm. to respond to the fact that Charlemagne the God called her donkey of, donkey of the day mm. for asking folks to net to boycott Netflix. Mm. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how we how Netflix is not involved in this. Mm. I heard I heard something a little different. Cause when she asked him, cause I didn't see the I didn't see the actual donkey of the day part. Mm-hmm. I saw the I saw the uh, I saw that interview, and I saw the response where they where they asked people, "Do you think that she, she should have got it?" Yeah, mm-hmm. right. So I saw that. So from the interview, I think Charlemagne was saying it like uh, she's donkey of the day because she feels like she deserves twenty uh, whatever was it thirteen or twenty million dollars. Mm. So that's that's. I thought that she was addressing okay, that. Okay, that's totally very, different that than a, what. Uh, yeah, that, that was kind of the second part of what he said. Mm-hmm. He yeah, also yeah. said that he was calling her net, uh, donkey of the day or giving her donkey of the day for asking people to boycott based on gender and and uh, gender race and bias. race bias. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, a lot of other things, a lot of other great things came out of that interview. I guess if you if you learn something from it. Mm-hmm. I didn't learn anything from it. Yeah, that's I, I, I like to take what you. I'm, I'm trying to get what you got from it, though. No, nah, I mean what I got from it. Um, I mean, I saw somebody. I saw somebody pointing out that there is a disparity in what I guess high level accomplished black woman actors are paid in comparison to, I guess white lesser accomplished actors i saw somebody elaborating on that part and i mean that's why i say uh i saw charlemagne kind of he kind of was twisting it up a little bit because he kept leaning on the 13 million he kept leaning on the price point okay and i feel like he he, he wasn't paying attention to the issue that she was speaking on because i i feel like and this is this is just from that interview and i feel like she kind of moved on past the the ish, the end. <laughs> ne- Netflix? Yeah. You won't say it? Netflix. I feel like she moved on past uh, that with what she's speaking on now because it didn't even look like she was begging for money from net, from end. She didn't look like she was begging for that anymore. She's past that. Mm-hmm. But now she's defending she's defending her name saying this is this is why I'm speaking out about it. You know what I'm mm. saying? So that's why I was asking like with what she's speaking out about, is that something that you guys feel is worth supporting? If what she was speaking out about tied into to the other shit she was talking about, I mm. don't think her personal situ- situation, which is what Charlemagne said, I don't think mm. that's racial or gender bias. Mm. I also think that there's nuance to that. The fact is, you can say, as a black woman that is accomplished, I'm not making X, Y, and Z, and that's different in Hollywood than what other people who are accomplished are making. Mm-hmm. But what you also have to bear in mind is that the the situation is bigger because there's been things that people have been locked out of. Black women have been locked out. Black women entertainers, and then it becomes, yeah, you're highly you're you're highly acclaimed. But you're not a producer, you're not a writer, you're not this, that. You also get situations where I believe the last movie that uh, 
what, can we all agree that Robert De Niro is a highly accomplished actor? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Can we all agree that when he was in uh, The Intern and he made something like $500,000 for that movie, He and Hathaway was the star of that movie. Mm-hmm. He was on screen as much as she was. Mm-hmm. He was The Intern. That's what's the name. Mm-hmm. But he's he's Robert De Niro now past his twilight. So he had to humble himself and take a different amount of money that he would have gotten back in heat days. Mm. You see what I'm saying? So you have to understand the nuance. Like I could have been the baddest stripper at 19. I could be the most decorated. I could go from city to city. I can get flown out. But now 40 year old Jay, I'm a different kind of stripper and Mm -hmm. I'm going to get different money. She she is very real in saying that there's a discrepancy, there's a pay gap. Like I said, there's a pay gap everywhere. But I think she's also being um I don't even know. I don't know if it's naive. I, I, yeah, it might mm. be naivete that your stock has changed. Mm. It has changed. Now, if she went up against some more and some more got paid more than her, then, then all right. Or something like that. Mm. You know what I mean? Or, or I don't know, what's an no, old white old lady white dude comedian or something. Fucking that hasn't done anything in They years. picked John Rickle up out the grave or some <laughs> shit. You know what I mean? But it's real <laughs> shit. Roseanne. But, but yeah, like, that's, yeah. a good, that's a good real example. Yeah. Like a Roseanne. 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 Yeah. Roseanne is back doing what she did before. And I don't know what the ins and outs of this thing is with the reboot of Roseanne, but mm. she's been quiet for a long time. And mm. she, she had a rep. They're Sometimes not expecting the same return mm. that, that that show got. Mm. You know what I mean? It's a different audience. Yeah. You got it. Millennials aren't watching. 18 to 35s aren't watching sitcoms anymore. Mm. So it's just a different expectation. I think, you know, her her forecast needs to change. Mm. She needs to just make an adjustment for, you know, the amount of... Uh, of seats she can fill because yeah. it's not the same anymore it's not and mm. and white actresses will tell you that black actress actresses will tell you there's even less space mm. they'll tell you everything like age is different for us than it is for men oh yeah men can be mm-hmm. 60 and beyond and they'll cast a 30 year old woman to play their wife mm-hmm. when a perfectly good 55 year old actress is Step like this mom. makes more sense they gotta be a witch or some shit <laughs> or, they, or they're, <laughs> the, the, they're the first they wife the first yeah. she's bitter and mad yeah. like mm. it's a lot mm. of bullshit but we can't pretend like the way that you look don't matter your weight don't matter your color don't matter because we keep we keep forgetting for some reason we're not half and half we're not 50 50 so how do so it's racism, yes. So but how do we get we're it to be fifty fifty? We're there's not we'll, enough we'll never, of us. We'll never mm. be fifty. We're eleven percent. Eleven percent of the population. It's a mm. numbers game. It's time. I'm telling you, they've all got accounting departments. Mm. And as an accountant, I'll tell you, we look at stats and numbers and and groupings and shit that don't have nothing. I don't. I can't tell you nothing about the people behind it, but I can tell you what these numbers say. Mm. So when they say when they're telling you. Oh, well, market studies show, Nielsen ratings show, for every hundred Nielsen boxes, maybe one is in a black household. 
maybe zero might be in a in a Hispanic household. So the numbers that they're getting, this is ba- we we're in a, a a racist system, but there's also not enough of us sometimes for them to feel like the investment adds mm-hmm. up. So everything that she said was true. Everything that she said happens. She's lacking nuance and understanding and how it applies, especially in that business. If she was a banker, I said, we're all regional managers. We're all doing this, this same thing. Nobody cares about what you look like, sound like, if people fantasize about you. (laughs) There's a fucking metric for that, basically for how fuckable a person is on screen. You could be a fucking Oxford graduate Yale Harvard actor with two Oscars if the point of this movie is to get bitches to want to look at that dude and get excited we're passing you up and we throwing up this this blank face dude who couldn't act his way out of a paper bag because we need his abs your time's up Harry Belafonte (laughs) that shit happens (laughs) this shit happens I think the nuance is the most important thing about what you said it's it's Mm. one of those things where yeah we want equal representation but we also have to take into account how much that actually means like I think we often get uh, we often get uh, wooed by equal meaning 50 <laughs> 50 because we're on the coastal we're on the coast of the country mm. you have we a, see you, more black we see more black people, people here than anybody else mm. than, now when i said 50 50 i'm more I, I was somewhere else with it i'm like we got chris rock and we got dave Chappelle. but okay. they have big but, crossover appeal but that's what i'm saying that got, people can 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 register and there's a number attached to that that's what i'm saying we got so they we still got them two right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. two black men comedians mm-hmm how can we how can we can we can we can we get black women comedians on that level we could but there's a lot of sexism in comedy so that's and what I'm a saying, lot like, of and a lot of men won't bring women on on for billing with them because they don't think that women are funny well that's what i'm saying like i think i think that's a way to tackle that issue if we can somehow if we can somehow support black women comedians to get them that type of notoriety if even if it means like i guess like a kevin hart or something even if it means him uh uh sponsoring a, a, a black woman comedian show or something you get what i'm saying i get what you some saying. kind of way to 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 close up that disparity because if it, now i've seen the dave Chappelle comedy jump it took me the first one it took me about 30 minutes to really laugh so he definitely he lost a step mm-hmm. he ain't as funny as he mm-hmm. was 15 years ago but he's still, you know, he's still, I guess. He got 15-year-old love that still follow him at all the shows. That's what I'm so he still got he still got support. He yeah. still right. got support yeah. from the Chappelle Show crowd. You know what I mean? Now, since Monique is the example, we're going to go with her. Because maybe maybe we all didn't think that I Could Be Your Cellmate was funny. Maybe we all didn't think Queens of Comedy was funny. But if the people that thought that was funny supported her the way that the Chappelle Show people stuck with him, Cause he was, you know, like what he came back after hiatus and was selling out New York venues mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. from from loyal fans. Mm-hmm. Cause like I said, I watched that. I went back and watched the Pale Show. I watched his Netflix joint. So it wasn't he ain't he ain't as funny as he used to be. But I he can still he can still command. What I don't I don't remember what his number was twenty million dollars because mm-hmm. it, because his fans still stick with him. So that's why I'm wondering is there a way to get for for black women comedians to to close it up, because I'm thinking, 
what is it? It's about access. And the reality mm. is mm. in the in the society we're in, in the business that that is, that's entertainment. You got to think about the fact that you're looking at a person for anywhere from 15 to an hour, 15 mm. minutes to an hour. They a dude can just be funny. They don't give a fuck. And if he and, and he ugly and bald and, and fat and whatever, he can joke off of that. And that's it. You women just describe Lavelle Crawford. Women, <laughs> women are supposed to be. Women are expected to be to get on certain buildings. They're expected to be funny and fine. Mm. So now you got, damn, I might be hilarious, and then you go and and oh, we're filling up writers' rooms. Mm-hmm. We're we're seeing a difference. We're seeing a shift in the right. We we're, we're getting good writing from black women now. Mm-hmm. Mm. Issa Rae's writing room is filled with black women. We getting black women on the Daily Show now that Trevor Noah's on there. We getting black women. They're mad funny, might not be that fine. So then you're thinking, damn, okay, we could pick a few out that's jive cute, they're marketable to look at, and then you still have this whole thing. Like, it's it's in hip-hop as well. We can't have too many at the same time. And that happens in, in the entertainment business because for some reason, we all know what it is, men have to find a woman attractive first to listen to what she's saying. Well, that well, I'm 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 willing to assume that responsibility as okay. as a black male, black okay. man consumer. I'm willing to assume the responsibility of lending my support. And that's a wonderful thing. Mm. One thing that you have to understand too. She's not giving you much to support by way of her work. Mm-hmm. She's currently in a stage play that's going across the country right now that she never mentioned. I actually looked up because I'm like I want again. I want to be on her team. How can mm. I support her? Mm. She's doing a stage play and and she might not want to mention it because the 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 high end ticket is fifty five dollars mm. and it's it's, it's it's what is it no I think I heard her, I heard her I heard her on something on something she, but she's not on, pumping that no 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 on something she she said that she's gonna be performing at Apollo. I don't know if that was on what her Instagram. tell no. tell people how to pay you mm. and and cut out this other bullshit. Mm. because there are people who want to support her mm. there are mm. but like even i mean nothing that she said i don't want it to sound like we are just blatantly Mm-mm. disagreeing with everything she said when you talk about access she made a very poignant point about how uh dave Chappelle, chris rock people come to him come to them yeah promoters come to them to sell those arenas if nobody's coming to you don't just Oh, you don't just walk to up, walk up to an arena and say, "Hey, I want to do a show here." Mm. That's not how that business works. Mm. Promoters draw the crowd, and mm. promoters have to have a track record of drawing a crowd to be able to book certain venues. Mm. So, if you're not getting that attention from the promoters, then you're not going to get. You're, you're not going to have. You're not going to have the resume that mm-hmm. Chris Rock and Dave Chappelle were, were able to build before they got their Netflix deals mm. so i i agree with everything she said but i'm on the again i maybe i'm a little more informed than most people that wasn't anything new to me mm. what i do understand what i do like about um about what monique said was when uh, what you said i'm sorry about what you said was taking ownership of the black female comedians out there who don't get the recognition that they deserve wanda sykes it's funny as shit on Blackish. Mm. Funny as shit. She's not on there enough to me. Mm. I may not 
I don't necessarily care for her stand up that much, but I need her to be more a part of that that office scene on black. But you know who supported her? Amy Schumer. She plays a major role in Snatched. Yeah. And see, that's the thing. Women's women comedians are trying to show women comedians love. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I'm a, I'm gonna tell you. I don't think Amy Schumer's funny, mm-hmm. but she hasn't slipped on. She's writing, producing, and starring in her own movies, and she's pulling people in them. You know, it's the mm. same thing they gave uh, Dane Dane Cook. Cook. They gave mm. Dane Cook so much shit. And whether you think he was funny or not, you got to take whatever whatever opportunity he was riding the wave and you mm-hmm. cannot blame him for riding the wave whether you think he's funny or not it's the same people you know the same with kevin hart i don't I, necessarily yeah, I like think i like his i like his method i, I don't like, yeah i don't yeah. necessarily like all of his stand-up mm-hmm. i get certain points certain bits really make me laugh but i wouldn't i'm not interested in going and paying for a seat to sit in the auditorium and go watch his whole entire stand-up. Mm-hmm. But I respect his hustle mm-hmm. because he understands just like Dane Cook understood, just like Chris Rock understood back when he was in, in, the, in the late 90s when he was really doing his thing. This shit not going to last. Mm-hmm. It's a wave. Mm-hmm. So ride it, take it, use it. Don't spend a whole lot of time being bitter about the things you couldn't accomplish. Just go out and get what you can accomplish mm-hmm. and try to make it better for the people behind you. And I think where uh, Monique gets it twisted sometimes is that we understand the struggle, Monique. Just keep working. Mm-hmm. Like, keep keep your head down and keep working. because And point people to shit where we can give you money. Exactly. Exactly. I don't want to just walk away and be like, dang, she read the fuck out of Charlemagne. I had to go and actively look to see where I could spend $55 for her. And she didn't mention it. You know what I mean? And she's going to be in D.C. Right. Mm. You know? Tonight she's in Texas, but Mm. nobody knows that either. Mm. And that's the part where I think that her message is flawed. I don't give a fuck about her tone. I don't think she need to police some motherfucking thing. But tell me where I can give you some money. Let's do that part. Mm. But... I get it, you know, and it's good that you want to support black comedians and everything, but crossover appeal is going to matter. Mm-hmm. So we can't act like all oh, black people get together. The the number's still going to be yeah. small. Hey. All, all the black, it, it, black it Panther ain't said, somewhere. It yeah. does. It, it does. Start somewhere. It does. <laughs> but it has to start with black male comedians. If you get a, if you get a date, you know what I mean? Like we went to the Corey Holcomb show that, that young lady who was hosting, I, I, I don't know I don't know Corey Holcomb personally. I love how he brings other people through. Mm. I watch 5150. He's always talking about cast that he's bringing with him. He didn't have to have that young lady hosting. Yeah. He didn't have to yeah. have a young Baltimore native hosting. Mm. This is the kind of shit we need to see. When when big time comedians because what they do is they tour, they do little clubs, your your local comedy clubs, your local little hole in the walls to work out their material. That's exactly what we were watching Corey Holcomb do. Work out his material for a bigger venue. When you're doing that shit, you know black chicks in that area. He could have bought a black chick from Philly to do it. He he mm. got a Baltimore black. Like, if you want to see comedy come through with black women, black black male comedians, bring us with you. Bring, mm. bring black women with you. Mm. That's a very real thing. If she had spent 20 minutes saying that, I'm all there. All snaps. You're, de- for some people... She's creating a divide because some people are like, yeah, girl, 
And then some people are like, why is she just running around being an antagonist? Mm. My thing is talk about getting money shit. Talk about getting money shit. When you, if you're going to sit there and talk about how successful the Queens of Comedy tour was, say anybody who's out there wants to see it happen again, talk to me. Because I'm going to pull together more Queens and we're going to do it again. My loves. <laughs> I yeah. love us for real. Yeah. <laughs> but don't, don't spend all of your time having people trying to decide whether or not they like you. Because that's not what this is about. Yeah, it got twisted. It got really mm. twisted up. It got real muddy. And it didn't have to be. And she has an act. My thing, again, she has an active project that she could be talking about. She could have been like, oh, okay, that's fine, Charlemagne. That's why I was a donkey today. Okay, well, check me out in so-and-so. And but I'll she be worked here. up the right people, though. Miss Janella wasn't for us. She worked that's up true. the right people. That's All true. the single mothers out there got riled they up. Call, they called the All the aunties. Recap. All the aunties how about, who hate how about, how about some of us with investment portfolios? Who can go and pay? Who can go? Who can go and pay to see her? Hey, that's hey, on, wait, that? look, hey. my tax refund is coming. Yeah, I, told I her. can go see her. I don't need, yeah, sister girl. You was right. Yes, yeah, sister girl. I need girl. this money. Look, sister girl, sister girl, a, girl, a, girl. A, a I don't need, yes, my love, yes, beloved. Was sipping that yak <laughs> and on my timeline talking about yeah, but yeah, where girl. they where they money at? They go, they go support her. They got her one of them days. They pulled up Netflix and watched and the, the next, last comedians, the, the last special she had. They, the so so they so they paid HBO <laughs> for them letting Netflix stream. Yeah. I could have been your cellmate. Yeah. Okay. And the next yeah. Mama, I'm in jail again. Play. <laughs> They'll come <laughs> see the show. So I guess <laughs> I just I want people to work smarter, man. That's I'm with it. you. I think we learned a lot out of that, uh, out of our discussion. I think our discussion yeah. was way. Our better discussion than was the way better, and I think it's a it's a testament to CEO and his passion about comedians. I don't know if you, oh, yeah. if you haven't, <laughs> if you haven't on, patched it together yet. <laughs> this it's a man, funny dude, lo- he man. loves comedy, and it's and anybody who's in and support of comedy. <laughs> I'm just, I'm a consumer. I'm a consumer. But, but your passion for co- comedy, yeah, man, your passion for the art of comedy comes through, and this is one of those discussions where it came through and so and i love the fact that you support it and you ride for it so hard and it's dope that you said how can we mm. that was a yeah. it's you came with a call to action mm. if she would have did that mm. god damn how can Hi, we now i'm trying to wrap up god damn I'm <laughs> well i'm just saying i appreciate your call to action for it and that comes from your passion for it it's Jeez. appreciated i got this how many, how many I times i say hey <laughs> yeah well all right <laughs> All right. We ready to we ready tackle this one. Yeah, this is a great conversation. <laughs> and Wrap it up, B. <laughs> and you're soliloquy. <laughs> you just threw a word out there. Hey man, sometimes you gotta throw a word out there. But like I said, mm. we I think we had a better discussion about this whole situation than the Breakfast Club. I mean, I am biased, but let us know on the Facebook group. Uh, you could find us at Reels and Fills on Facebook on the page. If you're not in the group, why don't you holler at one of us on Twitter at Reels and Fills, and we'll let you in. Um, also on Instagram at Reels and Fills. So holler at us. Uh, I am at T Greasy on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, Miss Janelle, where are you? I can be found at Devious Dose on Twitter, uh, Instagram, and Snapchat. You can mm. find me. On Twitter at C major P U H C E E. That's C E E major P U H C E E. On IG at C major. Fuck that UK. Fuck that UK, dude. And you can find me 
in the club. Sorry, no. um, <laughs> on, <laughs> on Instagram at the underscore middleweight underscore love her. Uh, once again, happy hour this Friday, March 2nd. Jabal and Laurel. Reelsandfeels.com. Reelsandfeels.com for Isn't the t-shirts. Lit. Yeah. So I, I was going back on my SoundCloud. Oh, boy. And I was like, I realized I never touched on my man's album. Hey. Never touched on your man's? I never touched on my man's. And so I had to pull C- CJ the Genesis back out. You had to pull him back out. I had to pull oh him out. I never touched my man, so I decided to pull him out. Pull him out. Oh, wow. What we got right here. I'm so sorry, C- CJ the Genesis. It's CJ the Genesis Dogma, produced by CJ the Genesis. Off his album Salvation. Guess I'm the only one with high hopes. Got me feeling like I'm on a tight rope. I mean, I'm doing alright though, but that isn't enough. But by now, I be living it up, ripping it up on stages, getting the pumps. I can't shake the fucking feeling I'm stuck. So now I'm turning to a dog without getting corrupt. Now you got it wrong if you think I'm giving it up. It'll be in my palms if I had a little bit, huh? You need a fucking army to try killing me, bruh. And I'ma do all me without giving a fuck. Now they say I'm so selfish, but I gotta worry about me first. And pussyfoot not trying to step on toes, only gonna leave my feet hurt. So mm-hmm. I tread lightly. Mm-hmm. And I won't let nobody get ahead by me. Right. And I won't let no motherfucking check by me. But, Go ahead, but, but fuck that. What you and saying, son? Lightly, but I want to be great, nigga. Get the fuck up out my way. Because I want to be great, nigga. Get the fuck up out my way. Because I'm going to be great, nigga. Get the fuck up out my way. Because I'm going to be great, nigga. Get the fuck up out my way. I like that. So he's he's also a CJ. He's also a CJ, not a Clarence. Oh, okay. <laughs> so it ain't no like identity theft or anything. No. <laughs> <laughs> you ever had your identity stolen? Nah, I don't think so. I don't know why they would choose me. That's some real <laughs> shit. That's some real shit. Niggas ain't do their homework. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I feel like I had my identity stolen before and the motherfucker, <laughs> motherfucker gave it back to me and shit. <laughs> the fucked up thing is he gave me another motherfucker identity with it. And shit. <laughs> you got to be this nigga for about two years till you get on your feet. Get it? <laughs> <laughs> this nigga gave you a complimentary identity. Yeah. Get a couple hundred points on that credit score, my nigga. <laughs> get, get, you, get you some shit. We supposed to been fading. <laughs> That joint wasn't lit, though.